Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gospel Truth. My name is Josh Lucas and I am your host. I am also the Director of Youth Ministries at First Reformed Church in Sibley and I am just so humbled and honored to be able to be doing this again and I hope that you've enjoyed the last few episodes that we've uploaded. We started a whole new season uh, whereas we we added in uh, the new edition which is strictly podcast, no video, uh, no picture, none of that stuff. It's just purely podcast so it's uploaded on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, wherever it is that you can find podcasts, look for us on there, The Gospel Truth, hosted by Josh Lucas, um, and make sure you follow, um, make sure you follow the podcast, also follow on social media, uh, we'd really love to get to know you, and also just to have you as a follower and a listener, if you really find uh, the content that we put out uh, very meaningful to you, and something that really helps you. Um, but today, I wanted to take a little break from the cultural issues of the day, and I wanted to talk about something that is really missing from the church. I mean, there and there's a lot of things that is that are missing from the church, but this one really specifically and it is missing, and it's near and dear to my heart, and it always it hasn't always been near and dear to my heart. This is the topic of hospitality. And what I mean by hospitality is opening up our homes to different people um, and treating people that come into our home as guests um, and making them feel comfortable, making them feel warm, uh, and really showing them the love of Christ. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, the context of what I'm saying there um, and a few different things. So please just bear with me. So I want to talk about hospitality and, and hopefully this episode is going to be a little bit shorter, um, than what the last ones have been. Um, and so I really want to just talk about this issue or this topic, I should say, it's not really an issue, but talk about this topic that, that is really, um, really important for the church, especially the church, um, not just for individuals, but the church specifically. Um, so hospitality, what it means as uh, from a biblical worldview, from a Christian worldview, is that uh, we open up our homes to those that are in need, um, whether it be uh, you know someone who needs food, someone who needs a meal, someone who needs a warm place to go, someone who might need a place to stay, someone who needs uh, needs somewhere to go. Basically, uh, that is that is what we mean by hospitality. Um, uh, when we, usually when you hear that term, uh, that's, that's typically what it means. Um, but it has many different, uh, interpretations and many different, uh, definitions, if you will. Um, uh, but the way that I have come to know it and to realize it is to not be afraid to open up my home to, to just people in general, um, especially to visiting pastors, uh, to, students that I have, uh, to members of the church, members of the congregation, family, friends, whatever the case may be. Uh, I just, I really love to, to open it. Now I want to make something abundantly clear. This is not me advocating for open borders. This is not me advocating for, you know, oh, let any poor schmo come off the street and let him sleep in your house 
with your kids present and all of these other things. No, that's not what I'm saying. There is a context here. Uh, but we shouldn't be just keeping our blessings to ourselves. We can't just keep the things that God has given us uh, to, to help other people to hold them just for ourselves. And I think that's what a lot of people do, especially those who have uh, wealth. Um, and, uh, and, and it's really important that we understand that the things that God has given us, they're not truly our own. We may feel like that we have worked for these things, and in, and in, in cases, in a, in a certain sense, you have worked for it, um, but there's nothing outside of God's control, and there's nothing that you have been given or that you have that God did not give you as well or give you those abilities or those opportunities to obtain those things. So we have to really understand that all the good blessings that we have and all the good things that we have, they come from God that includes our home. Um, because th- and this, this, whole, this whole thing uh, came to my wife and I recently uh, when we made our move to Sioux Falls. We, 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 we left the church job that I currently have right now. Um, we left it for a few months and we moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota we started attending a church over there, uh, Christ Reformed Church in Sioux Falls, and this was the the craziest thing. The very first Sunday that we got there, we're sitting in the back. We don't really know a lot of people. We actually don't know anyone, um, but you know we're you know we got we got kids. We have two kids, um, and so you know there was a lot of a lot of young families there. And so there was kids running around, or there were kids sitting quietly in church, you know, watching the worship and worshiping and things like that. And it just seemed like a very warm and inviting environment. And after the service, we got flooded. I mean, people just came at us like we were we were chum in the ocean, and they were sharks, uh, you know, in a positive way. Not, you know, they weren't trying to devour us or anything. But they just loved on us, asked us, hey, who are you? Where are you from? Oh, that's great. Oh, these are kids. Oh, this is my family. All these amazing things. And we got invited to, I think it was like three lunches that day. That, that day that we went to that church service, we got invited to three different people's homes for lunch. And technically, there would have been a fourth um, but but that person heard from another person that that we that that invited us. Oh no, they were invited already. They're going to to so and so's house already. Oh okay, then I won't even bother. And then apparently that person went to another person and said, "Nope, it's fine. They got it handled." So there was because there's actually a team at this church that is focused on hospitality, on making people feel welcomed and loved and taken care of at their church. And so we went to this uh, we went to this person's house and this family's house, and it was it was just a lovely meal. I mean, it was amazing. We had uh, I think it was uh, some type of steak with uh, cheesy potatoes and green bean salad, um, fresh coffee. Um, I mean, it was just the works. And then we're sitting around the table. And I'm asking questions. I just want to know everything about this church. What's your belief system? What'd you guys do during COVID? Would you do it again? All these different things. And these people 
uh, are being very open about their church and saying, you know, yeah, you know, this was their response, but if we had to do it all over again, we wouldn't do it that way. Uh, yeah, this is what we believe and this is why we believe it. Um, and just giving me the whole, uh, the whole package of what their church is all about. And, and then we just, we went, uh, we went into the living room after supper was done and we just sat on the couches while our kids played and we just talked to these strangers. And I felt like I've known them my whole life. I mean, they just made us feel so welcome and so at home that, that when that was the first church that we attended when we were living in Sioux Falls. And after I left or after we left, um, my wife and I, I looked at her and I said, honey, I don't think we need to go shopping anymore for churches. I, I think I, we found our church home and she said, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and so that's where we were attending every Sunday. Um, and, and they were a service or they were a church that had two services every day. And we loved going to the morning and the evening service. I mean, we did not mind it one bit, um, just because of the, just the environment, you know, and of course the preaching and the worship, everything was just spot on um, with, especially with, with what we personally believe worship should be. Um, uh, but also just, again, the people, the people were just so inviting. They were so warm. There was no clicks. There were no like, oh, this is our group over here, but if you try to come over and talk to us, we're not really going to accept you, or we don't really like you because you don't dress the way we do, or anything like that. I mean, it was just phenomenal. It was amazing to see. And so when my wife and I decided that we needed to move our family back to Sibley and I needed to come back here to this church and work here as the, 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 the director of youth ministries, that was something that we had promised ourselves was that that was something that we were going to do every Sunday was we were going to provide a meal and invite people over. And we've been pretty good about it. I mean, there have been a few Sundays where, you know, we got other stuff going on or there's things happening at the church or the kids are sick or wherever the case may be, things happen. But overall, we have tried to make our home open to anyone. And that includes family and friends. Um, we've had friends that, that, were, that would come and visit from college. And they, they would, oh, we'll get a hotel room. No, you're not. You're going to come sleep in our house. You, you know, we have an extra bedroom. We're going to make you feel comfortable. What do you need? You know, all these different things. And, and this isn't to say, like, oh, look at us. We're amazing people. But hopefully it's an example to show people that the homes that we have been given need to be looked at as a tool. Yeah, it's, a, it's great to have a, a place to live and a place to lay your head at night and a safe place. But we need to also remember that God has given us these things so that we can bless others. Because here's the, here's the fact, is that, you know, right now, currently, attendance in a church in worship 
all across the board. And of course, there are churches that don't have this issue, but church service in in regular sized churches has gone down. Um, this is something that has gone on for a couple of years now, and of course, COVID did not help anything. Um, but people just are not coming to worship services, and they're not coming to church. Now, there are many different reasons why that is. Um, you know, some people feel like that they they're judged the entire time that that they're there. There's other people that feel like they just don't feel welcomed when they come to the church. Uh, they don't have the right music. They don't have the right pastor. They don't have the right location. They don't have the right windows. They don't have the right doors. And yes, these are things that I have heard from people on why they won't attend a specific church. Um, you know, just all these different things. Um, but I really want to focus on these two major, major uh, complaints, quote unquote, is the judgment part and the welcoming part. Because, because here's the, th- and this is the craziest part, because we really don't have a prime example of how the modern church should be. Because scripturally, you know, during that time when the disciples started the first church and it was, it, you know, the New Testament church was established, things like that, they were also under massive persecution and they, uh, and they were being hunted. And so they had to, you know, meet out in the desert. They had to meet in homes. They had to meet in all these different places. Um, but there was one key aspect of, of the church that I think we can put in our modern context today is that we shouldn't focus on the place. We need to focus on the worship. We need to focus on the environment. Um, so is the environment, does the environment of your worship have the aroma of the Lord? Does your household have the aroma of the Lord? And so when you have people coming into your church or you have people coming into your, you know, your home and they immediately feel judged, you have to, you have to kind of take a step back and ask yourself, okay, why is that? You know, if they immediately see a cross or they immediately see a Bible verse that's up on the wall or whatever, and then they're just immediately thinking to themselves, oh, these are Christians, they obviously hate me because I'm gay or I'm a drunkard or I'm a meth addict or I'm whatever, then that's them personally already uh, judging you and condemning you right off the bat, not giving you a chance to show your true colors. But... If you are talking to people and you are using judgmental and condemning words or even your facial expressions, you know, you're looking down, you're looking up at them and you, you, you're, you're, you're crossing your eyes and you're, you're really given that mean look of, oh, what are you wearing? Oh, you have a tattoo. Oh, you have a mullet. Oh, you have this. Oh, you have that. All these different things. And you have to share your opinion about these things. Those are things that people just don't want to hear. And that is calling someone out on their outward appearance. And that is something that the Bible strictly tells us that we should not do. Especially uh, when it comes to worship services. So when we're looking at someone or, or someone is talking to us or we see someone coming into our church that is new instead of immediately looking at what they look like and making 
assumptions or making judgments or making making whatever thoughts come into your head. Instead, welcome them. Go to them. Talk to them. Invite them somewhere. Invite them to your home. Invite them to your local restaurant. Invite them just to stay, stay after and to drink coffee. Be hospitable with people. Don't just get wrapped up in in your daily lives and don't get wrapped up in the things that are going on around you that you forget what you're there for. You're not there for yourself. You are there to worship God and to fellowship with the saints and to love on people, especially if you see a new person there. You don't know whether that person is saved or not. You don't know what what that person is going through. That person could be someone who is about to take their own life. And yet, are you going to say something that's going to encourage them? So that's the judgment part, the the judgment side of things, is, is really... You know, are we saying the right things? Are we looking, you know, are we looking at people the right way? But also, the second part is the welcoming. That is so vital in a church service, is the welcoming. You know, do people feel welcomed to be at your place of worship? Do people feel welcomed when they walk into your into your church or are you is your church just a simple country club that reads the bible You know that is something that we, that we as churches have to understand is are we a country club or are we the church Because it is so easy for us to to see someone new and to ask them their name and then just be like, well, I don't know. I just, I'm getting so scared. I don't really know this person. I don't know. I, I'm, and then you start overthinking it, and then you end up walking away, or they end up walking away, and then you immediately regret. Oh, I should have said this. I should have said that. Oh, well, maybe I'll just, I'll ask them next week. Well, who knows if they're gonna come back next week? Who knows if they're gonna, if we're gonna be here next week? There's no guarantees of next week. So we need to do the here and now. So my encouragement for you is this, that be hospitable with people. And when you come, and when people come over to your house and they, you know, they're, they're, they're coming over for lunch, they're coming over for supper, they're coming over for dinner, whatever it is that you call the meal that they're coming over for, don't be a Martha, be a Mary. What I mean by that is this is the account of when Jesus came uh, through one of the towns and there was two sisters that were living in a house that Jesus and the disciples were coming to stay at. And the sisters' names were Martha and Mary. And Martha was, was trying to clean up the whole house and she was trying to make it spick and span and make it perfectly clean for the Messiah to come. But instead... But Mary, her sister, instead was not helping her clean. She was out with Jesus, listening to him preach and praying with him and all these things. And then Martha sees this and she runs out and starts screaming at Jesus and screaming at Mary. This is so unfair. You need to tell her to come into this house and she needs to help me clean. 
But then Jesus looks at Martha and says, Why are you so angry? Mary is doing what needs to be done. You don't need to focus on those things. Focus on what is important. And that is the Messiah is standing right before you preaching the good news. And you're not worried about that. You're worried about how good your house is going to look. You're worried about looks. Now, of course, you know, you want to tidy things up a little bit. You want to, you want to, you know, make sure that, you know, in some respect, you know, dishes are clean or, you know, there's not dust everywhere. There's clothes everywhere. Or it smells, you know, whatever. But don't make it to the point of going, okay, I have to put on this front that my house is always clean all the time. Because that's not being real with people. I remember when we were, my wife and I, we were hosting a local pastor uh, here and his wife and kids. And the pastor walks in and he looks at the house and he goes, wow, you guys really keep your house clean. And I said, don't worry about it. This isn't how it normally looks. And he goes, wow, yeah, because our house never looks like this. You know, and it wasn't a jab onto his wife or onto himself or anything like that saying, you don't clean, you don't do anything or whatever. But it's just they're focused on the important things. You know, and so that is something that that myself and my wife really have have struggled with um, when we have people over is we get so wrapped up in being a Martha that we forget about being a Mary we need to stop focusing on the things that don't really matter and focus on the things that do matter. So that's my encouragement for you today, is that, is that we as the church need to be more hospitable, not only with visitors of our church, but even with our church ourselves. And if you, you have a problem with someone in your church and you just will never go over to their house because you just don't like them, I encourage you to go and fix that issue. Because don't have, don't have hatred build up in your heart or malice or anything like that. Because that is, that is the worst thing to have in your heart is hatred or anger for someone. But open up your homes to those that need it. Because that is what God has called us to do. The things that you have been given, God commands you to use them for his glory. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you were blessed by it. Make sure that you uh, listen to all the other episodes. Share this episode. Uh, tell, tell your friends to listen to this episode as well. Contact me if there's something that you want to talk about or there's something that you, you have a question that you want answered. But this is the gospel truth. My name is Josh Lucas. Thank you for listening. Be safe and make good choices. Have a blessed day.